0: Hello, listeners. This is Akshay, and before we start the show, I just want to let you know that the season two finale is episode 50, and that's coming up soon. We need you to fill out our favorites form, link in the show notes, to tell us what you like about Spectacular Science. We need your feedback to improve. Also, please spread the word about this show. We need your help to grow. And now, on with the show. Welcome to Spectacular Science. I'm your host, Akshay, and on Spectacular Science, it's all about science. Today, we're talking about clinical trials. All the medications that you have in your home and the vaccines that are in the world right now have to be put under clinical trials. We'll learn about this on this episode of Spectacular Science. We're talking to a person who actually works in these trials. Keep listening. Today, I am talking to Ms. Lavanya Veda about clinical research and how that works. Hello, Ms. Veda.
1: Hi, Akshay. So can you tell me a little bit about your job? absolutely and thank you so much for having me on your show um so i work in the field of clinical research and uh, so it's basically a branch of healthcare care but it works on finding out safe and effective medications devices uh, that people use so basically even the tylenol that you use or a headache medication or a cough medicine or a flu medicine all of them have to go through clinical research before it's approved um and it's approved by the fda which is the food and drug administration so how does it get approved someone does the research on it and those are the clinical researchers and that's what i do so i test devices drugs and see if they are safe for people to use see if they're effective and if it does what it promises to if a medicine says this is going to help your headache then i and I check and I really see if it does what it's claiming. Um, And so that's what clinical researchers do. And I've been working in this field for over 12 years now. Wow, that's so amazing. What are the phases of clinical research? So that's a great question. Yes, and I'm glad that you even know that there are phases to clinical research. Um, So there are like almost four to five phases um, of clinical um, trials and so right from when a product is identified it could be say a turmeric that's used in our kitchen to uh, an herb that's found in the amazon forest or um, rainforest or something it could be or something that was even created in a lab so as soon as a product is found and they say oh this could probably help with cancer or this could help with arthritic pain as soon as they find or um, uh, you know something in a lab they first do uh, preclinical trials. So they first formulate that and then they try to use it on guinea pigs, mice. I know it sounds harsh, but that's how it's done. Um, Or sometimes it could be done even on Petri dishes like antibiotics. Um, So after the preclinical, which is the first, that's the number one, then comes the phase one where it's used on healthy people. So you might think why would healthy people wanna try something, but that's the only way to get drugs the good kind into the market so healthy people like i could say okay i don't mind trying this and then they would give me the medication and they will see how i feel how i react they're going to document that then comes the next one the phase two now they want to make sure that i'm fine but then does it really help me that comes in the next phase so that's if efficacy phase two and the phase three is i'm fine Okay, it helps me, but what happens to me if I take it for two or three years? Long-term use. So that comes in the phase three part. And then the final one is phase four. Okay, I'm fine. Um, It helps me. I've taken it for three years. It's released into the market. But then after people take it for 10 years, something happens. So then there's the post-marketing surveillance. So that's the phase four. Even when a drug is released into the market. There are times, you know, you've heard about it in the news where it's recalled. That's because something has come out after it's released into the market. So that's the phase four. So you have preclinical, phase one, phase two, phase three, and phase four. And I'm involved in all the phases except the preclinical. I don't work on animals. So how do you collect data from these clinical trials? Oh, Um, Another amazing question. So that depends on what kind of medication it is. Um, For Alzheimer's um, medications, those are infusions. They either either get injections or they get a pill. Then we have to draw blood. We have to check the blood. Uh, Sometimes we have to do ECGs. We have to do MRI scans. And then we have something called the control group. So we have, say, out of 100 people, 50 people who get the medication And 50 people who don't get it, they get what's called a placebo or a sugar pill. So they think they've got the actual thing, but they haven't. So then we compare both the scans, we compare the labs, we compare their um, x-rays, their ECGs, and even the surveys, we ask them, how do you feel? So, and then their responses to that, and then there's a whole statistical department that puts it all together And then we decide on how many people tolerated the drug, how many people felt good. And that's the data that goes into the final report. And then they look at it and they decide that that's a pretty good one. I think we can release it into the market. So that's how we collect the data.
0: It's very interesting. Now, why is clinical research so important to the world?
1: Um, it's important because how else we know if a medication works or not, even with all this research, you find that people have a lot of side effects, right? This is the only way to get new medications out there. So we are trying out uh, a new thing for knee pain. And so we have to try it out on people. Some people will say, yeah, it helps me. Some people say, no, I mean, I've had severe pain even with this. And some people cannot even tolerate it. So you have a different spectrum of people. And then the other thing that you have to see is you might have a tummy ache. I might have a tummy ache. But the medication that might work for me might not work for you because you are a boy. You're younger. I'm an older woman. So there are a lot of different um, variations in people's even um, whether you're a man or a woman, how old you are. So there is so much research to do. We, I cannot give the same pill to one person, uh, to like 10 people having the same indication. It has to be different. And where do you get that kind of information? We have to do research. Um, and that's why we have the FDA that kind of oversees and makes sure that bad quacks or bad medications don't flood the market. And a lot of effort goes into all of this. So yes, it, it's pretty important because As we see, we have unhealthy habits and all of us are developing diseases and are not really healthy. So we have to rely a lot on medications. So hence, clinical research is very important. So what advice do you
0: have for kids who want to pursue their careers in the medical field?
1: Oh my gosh, that's a lot of, it's just hard work. I mean, you know that a lot of people, uh, medical field is, Um, you know, not just memorizing a lot of facts, but first of all, you need to have a passion because it's a long road. Um, It's not a a four-year degree where you're out. Um, You have to have a passion. You have to have a deep interest in science, in research, and just knowing, okay, I really want to know how this works. I really want to know what we can do. And to be able to think outside the box Um, There are so many medications that were discovered in a lab, not because they were actually looking for it. They were working on something else, and they said, wait, why does it do this? And then they would look at it at a different angle, and a lot of medications have come out because of that. Not just medications, and I'm talking just specifically to clinical research, but a lot of things have been discovered, as you know, because you are doing a podcast on Spectacular Science, Mm -hmm. only because science is spectacular so you can imagine there is, um, you know, um, in the medical field or in the health sciences, you just have to have an open mind, a lot of dedication, a lot of hard work and uh, just a passion for I just want to learn as opposed to I want to have a career or I want to prove something to someone. It's not about uh, getting ahead. It's about just doing it for the pure Uh, pleasure of it. And then you will enjoy every day at work will be like an absolute enjoyment because you just love doing what you're doing. Wow. Thank you so much for talking to me today. Thank you. I really had a wonderful time. Thank you so much for having me on your show.
0: Now, what did we learn today? We learned that there are actually phases to clinical trials. Clinical trials ensure the safety and effectiveness of specific medications and even vaccines. We're all experiencing clinical trials in the world right now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Spectacular Science. Please contact our podcast by going to SpectacularSci.com slash contact or emailing us at podcast at SpectacularSci.com. Please subscribe to Spectacular Science on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. Make sure to rate and review the show. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of Spectacular Science. Bye!